Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Hallelujah, you may be seated. We are going to rise up and pray. How many of you believe in prayer? How many of you are believers? You are a Christian. You are a child of God. You are born again. Let me see your hand. Right. We are going to pray um, about what makes us able to live as Christians. Amen. And that thing that makes us able to live as believers is our faith. Amen. We are going to pray. The Bible says in Luke chapter 17 verse 5. Luke chapter 17. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 17 and verse 5. It says, and the apostles said to the Lord how many of you know that when you say something to the Lord you are praying to him or when you pray to him you are saying something to him how many of you know that like when you pray you are saying something is there anybody here who wants to say something to Jesus is there anybody here who wants to say something to God this afternoon yes and that is prayer. And what was the prayer of these guys? These apostles. What was their prayer? They said to the Lord, increase our faith. So, we can pray to increase our faith. Like the volume of the sound on your radio or your phone, you can increase the volume. Amen. Increase the volume. I play something on the keyboard at a certain volume. Okay, then increase it. Okay, go down. Lowest volume, play. Play. Are you aware he's playing? But the volume. So some of you, your faith level is like this level. When we see you, you are just like an unbeliever. Katashula Bazali. You are just like an unbeliever. He's playing. Play. Zero. When we, when we are around you, we don't feel like you are a believer. You are just an unbeliever attending church. No faith. You don't believe anything. 
You don't believe in serving God. You don't believe in tithing. You don't believe in holiness. You don't believe in prayer. You don't believe in the word. You don't believe in witnessing. You, I mean, you are just there, just going to school and making friends. This is how your life is. But through prayer, your faith in God, which is really a reflection of who you are in Christ, can increase. Increase it. Suddenly we can feel you. You are a preacher. You are a witnesser. Suddenly we hear you praying. Suddenly you are in church serving God. Increase it more. Beautiful. That's how your life is going to be. I said that's how your life is going to be. Increase it baby. Yes. That's how your Christian life will be. Anything that is low is becoming high. Amen. Anything that is small is increasing in Jesus' name. Amen. The sound. Raise it. useless nobody benefits from your Christian life even you yourself you are not benefiting from your Christian life you are an unbeliever your ways, your mind, your things are all shambolic (laughs) but a believer your faith that nobody feels should be able to increase low people can feel people in the area somebody behind 
behind the wall. Move it. Down. Move it. Oyibi Ayensur Estates. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith, so your faith is like the sound, it must be increased so much that people can hear about your faith. church dancing and singing and taking pictures sitting in front my question in English is who has heard of your faith don't pretend you don't understand English I said who has heard that you have met Jesus is it Mamiya Nanaya what's your name Mommy, 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 mommy. And you are what? Nana? Yeah. Stand up. Who has heard that you have met Jesus Christ? Are you born again? friends, they know you preach to them and you, who knows that you are in church on Sunday your classmates what do they know you will be there Only your classmates know that you are you are born again. Does anybody in Kumasi know that you are born again? Increase the volume. We are going to pray that people will hear the sound of our faith. Amen. The sound. The sound. Your prayer life your outreach life. People will do it. There's a guy be bad. Some, some guy be bad. Wait, they, um, uh, what's the name? Westland. Some boy be bad. The guy is some wild guy. We hear say it is start some church before the area. Some tall guy be. But rather they know of the grease you have poured into your head. Is it still there? people 
going to hear. Look at it. He said, after this is Paul. He said, I heard I was somewhere. Kashataka. Somebody in London will hear that there's some wild yeah. girl be in the OMB church. Yeah. Somebody in America will hear that. Say, so today, today in church, we were here now. A pastor from Switzerland has come here. He has heard. He has heard. Some of you, when we go to your Facebook page, there's nothing about you that shows that you speak in tongues. Do you have a Facebook page? You're not on Facebook. You're on Facebook. Let's see what is on Facebook about you. Show me Facebook selfies. Paul was somewhere. This is a, the church in Ephesus. He must have been in maybe Rome or some far country. But he heard that some wild guys be, have, have become born again in Ephesus. Hey. When are we going to hear that you have got 500 members? You don't have what? Airtime? It's not loading. Today the first time your Facebook page is not loading. I'm waiting. Preaching I'm an freezing. Ask three people who has heard that you are a born again Christian sitting in church. In the bank, they know you as a married woman with four children. You built your house at SDA. Do they know that you are born again? You are a pastor with, with 500 members. Increase the volume. That's what the disciples came and said. Increase the volume of our faith. Luke 17, verse 5. Look at it. Luke 17. He said, increase our faith. Raise the volume, Jesus. More faith. Increase it to the level where people who are far can hear about us that we are born again. Stand to your feet right now. We are going to shout in tongues. If I don't see you praying in tongues, I will suck you from the service. I'm telling you. I've a short fuse for people who are not serious. When I say one, two, Go. You should be praying. If I come and you are standing there, I will drive you out. You try me and see. You need to be here. We don't need you here. Increase my faith. Rather they know that there's a fornicator in the Oibitech.
Acts chapter 2 verse 5 and there were dwelling at Jerusalem you can remove Jerusalem and put Oyibi or uh, where, where where do you stay Adrinkano where do you stay Adenta where do you stay so remove Jerusalem you are not in Jerusalem put where you stay there there were dwelling at Adenta or Adrinkano Jews, Christians devout men out of every nation under heaven verse 6 now when this was noised abroad their faith their new life was noised abroad something about you can make a noise about you I said we're sitting here a pastor from Switzerland he has come to sit here he said this is his first time he has heard of us your name must get to a place before your body gets there that's why they said Lord increase increase our faith lift your hands we are going to pray whatever level of faith how we believe in God how we are wild about spiritual things wild we are wild this service is for wild young boys not 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 prematurely aged young boys and girls not young boys and girls who are like old men no this service is for wild guys if you are not wild don't come here don't come here if you are not wild don't come here we don't need you here we don't need you here go somewhere when this was noise abroad something about your Christian life should be noise abroad people should hear those who know you what do they know about you that you are a pretty girl you are a handsome guy the guy who had all A's the guy who had seven A's the girl with first class the, the, the boy who works at Merchant Bank the, the girl who has fought, got forecasts what about your life is noise abroad Lift your tongue. We are going to shout. We are going to pray one prayer in tongues. Father, increase my faith to a level where people who are far will hear about me that I'm a believer, that I'm a child of God, that I go to church. Give me a wild faith that makes my activities known. I'm counting three. We are going to clap our hands and every if I see you standing there, I will drive you out. You try me. One. That is the apostles. Luke 17, 5. They said to the Lord, increase my faith. Yes. Something about me should travel abroad. People should hear about something I'm doing. I'm some wild pastor, some, some, some young boy where he starts some church for the area. Some guy where they do outreach. That guy where they, they bust people come church. Yeah, that guy. Some girl be power they lay on. I was, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was in my room. And I got a text from my pastor. About you, did 
you, you were doing outreach. What was it? Was, was it paint? Yeah. The pastor said to me, and that pastor is not this two by four cheap pastor. So, solid. The percentage they grow 60 members in two weeks. He says, I have met a girl. She says she's in your church. She's very wild. Who, who, who has made a comment? Were you wearing a t shirt that I'm a soul winner? What were you doing when he saw you? Hello? I was trying to get one of his members to come to. She wasn't really going to church. So when I met her, I was trying to invite her to our church. And then we met Pastor Frank. And he was like, he's been trying to get her. Like, it was like she was been avoiding him. So when he saw me with her, he was like, hey, where have you been? I've been trying to get you to come to church. Then she introduced me to him. Somebody, a pastor cannot get to church. She is heckling and tackling. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. I'm counting three. We are going to pray. Father, increase my faith to the level where people will hear about me. One, two, three. Begin to clap your hands and pray. Something about you should be noise abroad. We are with this service is for radical, radical believers, fundamentalists. If you are an unbeliever, go away. Go away. If you don't want to be here, if you have discovered that you are here by mistake, go away. Nobody has seen you. Go. Increase my faith to the level where people can hear about me. They shouldn't hear about you as a girl who had eight ones. The boy with seven is that tall guy, that pretty girl. No, your faith is heard abroad. Pray. If I see you not praying, I am personally coming down to drag you out of here. Increase my faith. People should hear about my faith. In my area, people should know that I win souls. I pass people to church. Increase my faith. 
God can he said there were four lepers they said we are why do we sit here till we die lepers next verse verse 4 they said if we enter into the city the famine is here we'll die if we sit here we'll die so let us go and fall into the host of the Syrians if they save us we'll live if they kill us also we'll die I mean dying here dying there all die be die yeah, but, but we'll make a move yeah but the next verse verse 5 watch it so they rose up and they went they made the move they made the move your life comes when you move you move from UPSA to Amahia to go and do outreach not by sleeping in your room and coming to church with your mother they moved and look at what happened to them when they moved verse 6 when they moved the first sentence the Lord had made the Syrians to hear a sound made by them God can let people hear a sound made by your Christian life the moves you make can be amplified by God Lord increase the sound the sound of my faith for the Lord Made. God can make people hear a sound of your Christian life. He made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots. And not these are lepers, so four, four men, four men, leprosy. But God increased the volume of their lives. The move, the little move they made was amplified so much that it was like the sound of chariots four men even normal men who are walking four of you four of you go there walk just walk let's see if there's you make any sound stop go nothing nothing but God who can increase faith who can increase the sound when they were moving, now move. Lepers, oh, lepers. Suddenly, it's like a sound that terrified the Syrian. But they were just four lepers moving. I see God amplifying your sound, amplifying the sound of your faith, amplifying the sound of your life. Clap your hands again and say, Lord, what you did for the lepers, do it for me. Lepers, do it for me. Rapito Pakia. I'm making a move. Do it for me. Pakatali andeva ilonono sayane iliana samia apiaga. Somebody has fear of me. Not as a beautiful girl or as a rich woman, but as a woman of faith. It's a head of your faith. Ayoya, ayoya, ilamate yase iliana dekepa. Clap your hands and pray. Lord, what you did for the lepers, do it for me. What you did for the lepers, 
Let somebody hear about my faith. Let somebody hear about my faith. Shebalo and Derebosa. Rimini, everybody clap your hands and pray and say, Increase the volume of my faith. Akikaranayada, Ilamia Pande, Piaga Tuasia, Yananana Kapia, Peapala, 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 Pialiata Bali, Kakadeve Pagadao, Ramadama Rangadama, Iliawa Sama, Iliawa Sama, Akuchisa Rabado, 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 Ilebele Makapa, Ilebele Balarababa, Yazia. People are going to hear about you. People are going to hear about you. Amen. Not as the girl who went clubbing and 14 Commonwealth boys raped her. That's the girl. The little kiosk in Legon. Not as the boy who was caught having sex with a girl on the field. And they were arrested naked. Any shame that should come to you is being converted into news of your faith as Jesus, a believer. I Clap your hands and pronounce it in your life. Father, thank you. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. How many of you are ready to go where God asks you to go? Amen. Amen. Will you have a maximum impact in the lives of many Hallelujah.
to go where you have to go. You must preach what you have to preach. Have the maximum impact. Yeah. Come on. How many of you are ready to go out there and preach?
must preach what we have to preach Have the maximum impact, yeah So we'll go somewhere And we'll preach somewhere Go somewhere Preach somewhere Won't you go out, go somewhere And preach somewhere mm-hmm. Go somewhere Preach somewhere And I'll preach what I have to preach Have the maximum impact, yeah You go where you have to go You must preach what you have to preach Have the maximum impact, yeah Have the maximum, have the maximum, have the maximum, yeah Have the maximum impact Hallelujah. I don't want to fail in my ministry. Amen. Hallelujah.
Such a big 
your hands. Don't stop clapping, I beg you. Keep clapping your hands. You can add a shout. Hallelujah! Amen. You may be seated. Glory to God. Welcome two people by you. Tell them you are welcome to church this afternoon. This is the best church service to attend on a Sunday. And we want to thank the Lord for the blessing of being in his house. I want everyone to know and to note that you could be in many other places. But the mercy of God and the hand of God, the the grace of God has kept you. Amen. Today, I am preaching about faith. Amen. Faith. And the title is The Spirit of Faith. The Spirit of Faith. Everyone here who is a Christian needs to understand some basic truths about the Christian life. Amen. It's like when you travel, depending on the country you are in, there's a way you can live your life. There's a way you can live your life. I was in a, an African country recently. I forgot where. If you are in that country and you are found, in fact, a part of the capital city, if you are found walking there at 9 p.m., they can shoot you and kill you. Yes. That area is under a curfew. So, when you are in that country, you need to ask yourself, How do you live here? Amen. How do you live here? If you live in London, you can use public transport and uh, the buses are the 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 driver the driver when you are entering the bus, where the driver is, you pay there before you enter the bus. There's nowhere you can pass. There's no mate. There's no mate. If you are looking for a mate, achiaya, achiaya, kane, shorako, rako, 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 rako. There's no mate. 
So, to enter the bus, you pay. And you enter. You can pay on the bus, or you can buy your bus pass somewhere, some Oyster card, and then use it. That's London. If you are in a country like Switzerland, the bus is just there. Free Bonto. <laughs> free, free Bonto. The, the, I mean, you can just enter and you are just there. <laughs> You're on the bus. You, you go, you come, you go, you come. <laughs> but one day <laughs> as you are in the bus <laughs> an inspector will come and ask everyone to show the ticket and if you don't have a ticket it's like because there was no one checking you have been taking the bus over the chest like a Ghana man has come Ego who you? Yeah. Ego who you? Before you know it, eh, you 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 are behind bars. Yeah. Yeah. You pay, I think, a certain amount, either a year's bus pass. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't pay, you'll be surprised. You won't even believe that. You may think you are in Iraq or uh, Somalia, or, but you are in Switzerland. How they will treat you? One brother, he was, he was stripped naked. Switzerland. Yes. If you are in Ghana, I, I'm saying that when you are somewhere and you want to live there, you want to live there, it's in your interest to ask, how does one live here? I'm telling you, if you don't ask that question, you may be there and living there, doing wrong things and getting away with them. But one day, one day, you'll be surprised. You'll be very surprised. So in Ghana, we don't walk about with our passports in our pockets. Not even ID card, because we don't even have it. There's no national ID card. It's just a political gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some... Ca- oh. There's a pastor from Switzerland here. Please clap your hands. Let him come and tell us how to live in Switzerland. Uh, but why is he in there? Remember, please come. I'm saying when he lives in Switzerland, he's our pastor in um, Geneva. You'll be there. I said you'll be there. He's a pastor of a mega church. Geneva. Yes. Please, can you tell us how to live? Like like the bus. I was saying something about the bus. Please, you are there. Tell us how to use the bus. If they catch you, what they will do to you? Initially, it's free. But there are warnings. There are warnings in the bus that... If you don't buy a ticket, you will be fined a certain amount. Sometimes they write the amount. Other times, too, the amount is at the discretion of the person who is inspecting you. 
but they don't they don't charge they don't check the tickets regularly so it's almost like it's free until one day and until one day some people join the bus and when they join you realize that all doors are locked so they will join and pretend they are passengers then after a certain distance they lock all the doors then when you get to your stop the door doesn't open then they start ticket inspection so if you don't have a ticket there you can't say you are a big man they don't care whether you are member of parliament they don't care it is your ID card and your ticket so if you don't have then they issue you on the spot fine and it can be 150 Swiss francs which is almost like a thousand Ghana cities and you either pay on the spot or you give, they'll give you a ticket to take home and the worst is the one you take home because you might put the ticket somewhere and not pay after 30 days the 150 becomes about 200 then the one the 200 after 60 days become 250 so now you owe about 1500 Ghana cities then the, the fourth one you might be going to prison and the worst is also with the train the train too is another level which <laughs> for, 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 for another day yes and then also so when you are walking there can they inspect your passport your ID card or something actually the blessing in Ghana is that you can see the policemen they formed a barricade to check your things there the cars the police cars are in two types the marked and the unmarked so any ordinary car following your car can be a police car and they can decide they, they all have computers in the cars so they can decide that this Toyota uh, Camry we want to actually check its background then they key your number plate into the computer and the, uh, the picture the owner of the car his background where he used to live 10 years ago all will come up then maybe the the the, the, the one sitting at the front might say, let's just stop and control him. Then they overtake you very fast because all their cars are newer than all the cars on the road. So they overtake you and show you a sign that you have to follow them. Then they take you to the nearest filling station. Then they start the inspection and it can be one hour. They don't care where you are going. <laughs> Ghana, there's no computer in any police car. Ghana, head out. Bonsama, Ghana. If they be. Yeah. So, depending on where you are staying, you need to ask. The same Switzerland. I think you can't flush your toilet anytime by heart flashing of toilet. Can you please enlighten us? <laughs> there, there are rules on noise pollution. So flashing of toilet is, is a type of noise. And depending on the type of toilet inside the toilet bowl, 
it can also generate another volcano. And because people are highly depressed, every noise after 10 p.m. affects somebody in the building. So if you flush your toilet and I feel you are disturbing me, I can call the police that in the last two weeks, you've been disturbing me and I cannot sleep. The police can come and give you a warning. But the only blessing is in the apartment, in the block, all the tenants can agree that, look, we are human beings. Let's allow ourselves to flush the toilet after 10. Then everybody can flow. But if they don't agree, you can't. So you that you can flush your toilet anyhow. 1 a.m. Diarrhea. So, so when you travel, clap your hands for the part. Oh, please come and sit properly. Come. Come. Yes. When you are, when you are uh, living in a place, even you need to know what type of food to eat. Yes, you can eat a type of food which can cause diarrhea. Then 11 p.m. you can't flash. <laughs> you can't flash. Like if you get like this about cutting coin with crap. <laughs> yes. So either you have a chamber pot that you cover it. Switzerland. You can't poo poo anyhow. In the afternoon, like the night. If you have diarrhea, then you must find some polythene bag or some, some arrangement. You know? So, people, our pastor, Reverend Duke, you've lived in Switzerland for how many years? Two years? Six years? 17. How many years again? 17. 17 years. He lives there. Successfully. As others, while others who live there are in jail. He manages how he flashes his toilet. He's there successfully. He knows that. So you need to know how to live in a place. I went to Nigeria with Bishop. For a conference some years back. The, the conference began early. You know, there's very little of nightlife in certain parts of Nigeria for security reasons and so on. So the, the, the evening service started around four. Even these days, we have crusades, we start around three o'clock in East Africa and so on. So a car came to pick us from the hotel. Beautiful Mercedes Benz. Beautiful Mercedes Benz. This type of S class type of. I mean, when you are in it, it's like there's no sound in life. Everything's quiet. If you have the door closes, but you can tell the quality of a car by the noise it makes when you close it. Yeah, some of the guys want to say, Chine, Chine, some Daewoo, Chine. Yeah. Then one you could say, some of the guys say, mm. Mm. <laughs> So the more bass <laughs> there is, 
and near Germany, the more base, but the chine chine one is China. <laughs> well, so around 4:30, they came for us. Beautiful Mercedes Benz, sleek. Bishop preached powerfully. The conference, the power of God moved. Closed around 7:38. So when we closed, we did everything. Then we we're going to the Mercedes Benz to go home. We said, oh no, not this car. Then they pointed some old car. <laughs> old. Old type of this type of bonded cars. So, why? So, oh, no, 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 no. This one is for afternoon. Here, if you drive this car out in the evening, they'll collect it from you. <laughs> yes. Eight, thirty. where we are going, they'll get it from you. So, you drive a car, like, even if they get it from you, it's normal. They don't lose much. So when you are living somewhere, you need to ask, how do you live here? Where I'm staying? How do you live here? Ladies and gentlemen, in the Christian life also, when you are from the world, a weed smoker, unbeliever, Fornicator unbeliever. And now you have come into the church. You are now born again. You need to ask yourself how do you live here? If you don't know how to live there in the here in the Christian life in church. With God, you were once with the devil, smoking a bonsam tower. Now you have come to God, received the Holy Spirit. No fornicating again, no fooling around again. You have to ask yourself. How do you live here? Otherwise, you will not last there. You will not last. Like he has lived in Switzerland for 17 years. I have also lived in the church for 34 years. Yes. You need to know how to live here. Because I know people who came to live here in the church, in God, in Christ, born again. Within two years, three years, six months, whatever, they, they are out. Some of you will not see you here in two years' time. There is a way to live here. There is a way to live here. If you are in, um, what's the country? Um, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. You can use dollars. You, you can actually buy, you can buy tomatoes with, if I know that you can use, that is the money they use. Sorry, when I say you can use, it's like, there's an alternative. That's the money. You buy pepper with dollars, tomatoes with dollars, shine your shoe with dollars, pure water with dollars. It's a dollarized economy. Dollar, US dollar. You can't go to the market in South Africa with US dollars to go and buy tomatoes. So, wherever you are, you have to find out how do you live here? Otherwise, you will not last. 
Otherwise, you will not last. Now, the Bible tells us exactly how to live in Christ. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Now, not last year, not yesterday, not, 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 not two years ago. Now that you are in Christ, now the just. Shall live by faith. Oh Lord, help me to preach today. The j- Please, look. Also, when somebody is preaching eh, to you, like he's preaching about money, you have to ask yourself, does this man have money? Does he owe banks? As he's talking about financial things. So as I am preaching to you about how to live in the kingdom of God, by the grace of God, I have successfully lived in the kingdom of God for 34 years. So I qualify to tell you one or two things. And it is in your own, it's in your, your own interest to listen to someone like me if you want to last. First of all, when you get born again, you become a just person. The people he called, he justified. By the blood of Christ, you are now just. That's why you can have bad boys who are pastors. If they tell you what they have done before, even some of you girls, your past social history, we don't talk about it. Let's, it's okay. You are now a lady pastor. It's okay. It's okay. No, no, let's not. You are just. How does the just person live? How do you live? You come to church, you go home, you go for meetings, you go to school. You, you, in school, you are a Christian. In the office, you are a Christian. You come to church on Sunday, weekday service. We are fasting. We are going up and down. How do you live in the church? How do you live? You live by faith. Ha! It is very important. In fact, the one who wrote Hebrews did not even copy well. He didn't write it well. Because he didn't put it properly. He was, he was, he was copying Habakkuk. He is the first person who made that, this comment. And he put it right. Not the, the Hebrews one. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. When you are proud, when you are, your soul is lifted up. That soul is not upright. But you forget about that. Whatever it means. 
but the just. Are you seeing it here again? Where did we first see it? Hebrews 10, 38. You are seeing it here also in Habakkuk 2, 4. But the just shall live by his faith. That is, the just, we who are born again, we live, oh Jesus, thank you. How successful you will be in living in the kingdom of God depends on how you have developed your own faith. Here, my faith cannot cover you. I can't believe God for you. Like this morning, my son came to ask me for money for for something. I have worked. I have my money. But he's living off my money. Yes. I counted. He said he wants more. I counted. He said he brought up some things. I counted. No problem. That's fine. That's fine. But faith is not like that. I can't count some of my faith and give it to you. (laughs) So, how many of you want to live in the kingdom of God? I'm preaching today about the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. The spirit behind faith. So, If you are a Christian, your faith should be important to you. Your faith should be important to you. Now, what happens is that many of us in the church are living... Many of you have been in church for six years. How many of you have been in church for six years? Six years and more. Plenty. Look at that. Little children. Young boys, six years and more. Let me see your hand again. Plenty. Many of you have successfully survived in the church. Like the bus we were talking about. You can ride the bus without paying for years. But one day. One day. One day. They will lock the door. You can, you can move, make some moves. You go here, you don't pay. You go, you don't pay. You don't pay. You go up and down, you don't pay. Then one day, they enter. Yes. Some of you have been able to successfully survive in the church without faith. Yes. You don't have any faith. You are a faithless person. But you are still in church. We have been able to make some arrangements that has made somebody like you who doesn't have faith come to church every Sunday. Every Sunday you are in church. Arrangements. So so now, like, like in the church now, to... <laughs> We are into getting more people to be in basantes. If you are a dancing star, a singing star, you are in the choir. I mean, this instrumentalist, even if he has got diarrhea, he must come and sit here. So you see that 
He attends church on Sunday. He doesn't have faith. But he has a keyboard he plays. So the keyboard is what is propping him up in the church as a Christian, but not faith. Ideally, you don't need no singing, no dancing. You just have to have faith in Christ. It's enough. You believe in God? That's all. That's all. Faith in Christ, you will be in church every Sunday. Faith in Christ. Faith in Christ, you will not sleep with anybody's husband. You will not sleep with anybody's wife. Faith in Christ, you will not fornicate. Faith in Christ, you will not be in your room at 2 p.m. watching pornography. Faith. But today, today, other things are preventing us from watching pornography. Hey, understand the message. I'm taking my time. Okay, okay I'm taking my time. I'll take it again. I said, all things being equal, all things being equal, just having faith alone, faith in God, should let you break up with a boy. Automatically. Just faith in God. Reverend Michael, he was a drunkard. When he came to church, some of you don't know him. When he came to church, he just, he just received Christ. There was no deliverance, nothing. His faith in God just made him stop drinking. You're also drinking and smoking. Yes, you were smoking. Did we pray for deliverance? Delivered me. No one, there was no deliverance service, nothing at all. My faith alone. Your faith alone made you stop. But today, to get someone to stop fornicating, you must make him a shepherd. Arrangements. You don't seem to understand. It's like when you are a shepherd, you are locked. So even you see shepherds who are doing bovire hosevire. Severe bovire, shepherd vire, bovire. I'm preaching a very important message. I'm say, listen, listen. Remember that you can ride the tram or the train or the bus for a long time, but there will be one day. Some of you, we have had to make you soloists. To stop fornicating. Some of you, we have had to put you in the choir to get you to come to church early, to come to church every Sunday. But originally, it was not so. It should not be a be. You shouldn't sing in the choir to come to church early. Your faith alone should be enough to get you in church, praying, singing, serving God. Now. What is the danger in this arrangement? What's the danger? Where he's playing the keyboard, he's playing drums, he has not developed his faith. But he's in the church. Because people with faith come to church. He doesn't have faith, but he has a keyboard. He's in church. People with faith come to church. She doesn't have faith, but she's a singer. 
So her voice, she sings well. It guarantees her Sunday regular attendance. Now, the danger is that one day, one fine day, you may easily not be singing again. Korakota Mazakaya Kata. Something can happen. Uh, my friend, I cannot mention her name. I don't know whether she would like me to mention her name. As a very great singer. Close friend of mine. So some two years or one year, she had an infection of the throat. One year. Took medicine. This, she couldn't sing. By God's grace, she's back. Yeah. But when she was not singing, she couldn't sing. She was depressed. She was sad because, you know, she wants to sing for God, wants to serve God. But she was in church, leading prayer. She had doing follow-up. She was doing outreach without singing. But some of you, when you stop singing, we won't see you in church. Because you are not living by faith. You are living by singing. So to get you to come to church, Every Sunday, I must give you 20 members to call to visit. So, what if the calls finish? Any arrangement other than your faith is dangerous. Any arrangement other than your bus ticket is dangerous. So to get more people, oh Jesus, thank you. To get more people to come to church, you must get more people singing, more people dancing, more people with communion stars, more basanta leaders, more shepherds, more. So the more activities we, we, are, we are doing in the church, the more than we are in church. But ladies and gentlemen, in the beginning, it was not so. There's nothing wrong with dancing. I would want you to dance. There's nothing wrong with singing for God. But that should not be a reason why you come to church. It is because you don't have faith that we are using something else to help you to live in the church. But one day, a bus conductor will appear. One day, a problem will come up. One day, you will stop saying, yesterday, I went to a meeting. I sacked a young man from being a bus center leader. You see, he was sitting on the corridor, crying, ma, ma, ma. It's like, as he's no more a bus center leader, he can easily backslide. I say, aha, uh-huh, that's it. Back on here. If I remove you from being a center leader, what is it that will bring you to church? The just does not live by preaching. You don't live by singing. You don't live by being a shepherd. You don't live by being a pastor. You live by faith. 
it is after the faith that you can do shepherd. Yes. After the faith that you can do singing. Fine. You can do anything. But without faith, without faith. So many people are not pleasing God. Because Hebrews 11, 6 says, without faith, it is impossible. Impossible. It's impossible to please God. But we are all in the church thinking we are pleasing God. Some of you think because you sang solo, you please God. Because you, you are, these guys were here by 6 a.m. Sitting here. He's been playing the keyboard till 5 p.m. Almost 12 hours non-stop. For him, he believes he's pleasing God. I've been preaching since 6.30. 6.50. I've been, even when I'm sitting down, I'm talking. I've I've not added the quarrels. I go and quarrel and come and sit down. That one is is not part of it. I've been talking. That is not what pleases God. That is not, that is not it. Please, please. There is no nothing, nothing in the Bible can block what I'm saying. Without faith, with if you are sitting here and you don't have faith, whatever faith is, we'll talk about it later. Whatever, whatever, whatever faith, whether some air you breathe or some color you, you some some hair dye you dye your hair, whatever it is, we will discuss it. But whatever faith is, without it, you can't please God. Singing is not what pleases God. So many of you who shouldn't be in church are in church because of arrangements. You find people who serve God. You see, he's a pastor. He sings. He's a soloist. He's a leader, basenta leader. He has not developed his faith, but he's he's doing something for God because God gave him a job. Many people do things for God out of gratitude. He's been good to me. I didn't have a job. God gave me a job. I have to serve him. I wasn't married. I'm married. I have to serve him. I have to serve him. So, people are living as Christians, pastoring, singing, not because of their faith, but because of gratitude. You cannot use gratitude to live as a Christian. They say the just, you must be thankful. You must be thankful, but that is not what we, look, 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 hello, please. There is nothing wrong with wanting to serve God because he gave you a husband. Rather, if you don't serve God, you are a wicked woman. But something bigger than your husband should let you serve God. Because one day you can lose your husband. Something bigger 
than the, uh, the car God gave you. God, oh, oh yes, please, look. It, it, anybody who is grateful, small, will serve God. Small. If, if you remember what the Lord has done for you, you will serve you. You do outreach. But I'm telling you today in English language that don't, don't, don't serve God out of gratitude. Don't serve God because he gave you three children. Don't serve God because he gave you a car. Don't serve God because he healed you. Don't serve God because of a house. Because anything God gave you, he can take it back. I'm happy. Job was called a servant of God. So have you considered my what? My what? My what? My tenant. My what? My servant, Job. But he was not serving God because he was a rich man. He was not serving God because he was the richest man in the east. He was not serving God because he had camels. He was not serving God because he had children. He was not serving God because he has a wife. Because you and I know that when the things were withdrawn, he was still serving God. But his wife was serving God because of camels, of farms, of children. Be very careful what is sponsoring your presence here. Be very careful what is sponsoring your presence here. As soon as the cows died, the camels died, the houses got burned, the children died, then you saw that she didn't have faith. As soon as Job's faithlessness was proven by the loss of the things he had. Suddenly, the woman who was waving a handkerchief and was singing in the women's fellowship and was, was a, was a, was a basenta leader, Mrs. Job, suddenly is telling somebody to curse God and die. Curse God. She had finished serving God, uh, cursing God. So you see two men, Mr. Job, Mrs. Job. Both of them are Basenta leaders. But one is a Basenta leader serving God because of faith. And one is serving God because he has prospered. Listen to me. If you want to last, like a pastor, know how to live here. Listen to me. God will do you will encounter amazing interventions, miracles, testimonies, breakthroughs. None of them should form the basis of anything you do for God. At the base of anything you do for God should be red hot faith. The camels he gives you, he can kill them to see what you do. So if your faith is based on camels, that's why the same thing you say, our faith should not be with meats. Meats. Things. That's not what it's your faith. You got eight A's. Or you didn't manage to enter the university. Your best friend couldn't enter the university. That's why you are a basenta leader. Stop it. 
I'll, I'll ask you to stop because you may not finish Legon. Christians haven't finished Legon. I was 25 years old. Twenty-six. Twenty-six years old. When I impregnated my wife. Sharp. One touch. She was pregnant. I was a pastor. I couldn't believe it that I was married. I couldn't believe it. A virgin. Pure virgin. It's now has a wife, he's having sex. Actually, you can imagine my joy. Listen carefully. Around that time, Bishop asked me to be a pastor of a church. Immediately, I went. As I was preaching, as I was ministering in the church, young boy, I was slim. I saw a picture recently. I looked like an AIDS patient in some yellow suit or light brown suit. Big head. If you see me, you pray for me. Yeah, you pray for me. But I was serving God. I was married. My wife was pregnant. Kaya, 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 kaya. Serving God. So, so it, when you saw me joyfully bouncing up and down, preaching and serving God, it's so, wow. The guy, he, I'm preaching out of gratitude. I was excited. Because when I come to church on Sunday, my waist is free. Free. No arthritis. Easy. And my wife was pregnant. A proud father-to-be. Preaching. Young boy. I was 26. 26. Preaching. I had a church with a pulpit. I was preaching. It wasn't long. A few months. Then the baby God gave me. Because of which I was excited and serving God. That baby died. And then God was watching. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That you don't serve God because your wife is pregnant. <laughs> yes. Because she can lose that pregnancy. It was nine months the baby died. Not six months miscarriage. Dead baby. He was buried at the cemetery. In a coffin. Fresh pastor. Then heaven is watching. What is sponsoring your ministry? What is sponsoring your preaching? Is it your pregnant wife? Is it the prospect of being a father of a nice handsome boy? Oh, Jesus. They are watching. But thank God. I was not living as a pastor by pregnancy, 
The just does not live by marriage or pregnancy or child. The just lives. You you live as a singer. You live as a pastor. You live as a preacher, as an instrumentalist by faith. By faith, because everything you see, people come to Christ for different reasons. What will let someone leave God is what will let somebody come to God. Somebody can become very rich. I mean, imagine you got a job like where you are working now, thousand five. If they change, you got a new job and you get three thousand dollars a month, you can go mad. You can go mad. You freak out. We won't see you in church again, or once a while. And somebody will also get a three thousand dollar paying job and rather join shepherd's training. Out of gratitude. So, so, so you see that it is not the, the $3,000, it's absence or it's presence because people leave God or stay with God because of $3,000. Something else must account for your being around. People marry and they cool off. I got married and I jacked up. So it's not the marriage because the marriage in somebody is cooling off. Somebody is becoming wilder. So something else must be responsible for why people do things for God in all seasons. Faith. F-A-I-T-H. If you don't have it, you are like a man on, in Switzerland riding buses without etiquette. Because you can speak well. That's why you are a pastor. You know know verses. You speak fluently. And you know verses. You know how to join verses and how to express yourself. That's why you are a pastor. Something is about to test you soon. You started 14 percenters. You passed your four books. That's why you are a pastor. I will appoint you. But you have to ask yourself that is my pastoral ministry founded on passing of an exam and starting of percentage, or my life as a pastor is based? Galatians two twenty. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. The life I now live, the life I now live as a pastor, the life I now live as a singer, the life I now live as an usher, the life I now live as a chorister, the life I now live, how do I live it? I live it by the faith. I'm ending with this. Kola Kosha. I, I, I will end with a piece of advice. Take it that I'm, 
I've preached one of the most mysterious, mystical messages. You put it in your pocket. I'll give you a piece of advice. And the advice I'll give you before I sit down. I'll have to read the Bible again before I, I give it to you. And I, the, the verse I have read, I've read it again. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. The, the, the advice is coming. Yeah. But the just, for B, but the just shall live by faith. Faith. I want to give you a piece of advice and I'll sit down. I don't know whether you really want to be around forever till you die. How many of you want to be around till you die? Whether 120 years, 140 years, 200 years, 80 years. I'll dwell in the house forever. Now, if you raise your hand, then listen to me, please. Because There are two types of faith. Real faith and fake faith. Faith means belief. Believe in God. Believe in God. The real message I was supposed to preach, I couldn't preach it. God will, next week, I'll give the points. I've got five points. The spirit of faith. But my time is up. I've got just 19 minutes. So I'll give you a piece of advice. For those of you who want to at least be like me. To be in church for 34 years. 34 years. You can be in church and live in the church by a faith which is fake. And I'll describe it in one minute. But I will recommend to you the faith that is genuine, that is lasting, the faith that can see you off to the end. Because whatever it is, the just shall live by faith. Make sure that faith is the foundation of your existence around here. As we walk around here. Because otherwise, one of these days we will hear that you are not around. We will hear that you, we, we can't find you. What are the two types of faith? Let me talk about the, the person who brought this teaching on faith, fake faith, or cheap faith. 
And the real enduring faith is Thomas the doubter. He was not in a meeting when Jesus came after his resurrection. And Jesus showed the disciples who were there. There were ten of them. His hand. He said, feel it. Feel it. So later on, Thomas came. When he came, Jesus Christ had left. Remember, faith is believing. I'm going to start the spirit of faith shortly. The real message is next week. When Judas came, he was told that Jesus had come. So what? <laughs> Liar. He said, unless I see him, I see. Unless I put my finger in the wound, in the palm, I will never have faith. I won't believe. So because of Thomas, Jesus appeared. Jesus appeared. The doors being shut. The second time. This second appearance was because of an unbeliever believer. I'm, I'm, I'm coming there. That type of faith. You must not have it. And I'm going to show you the real faith. Shokaluna marazika tayar. Peace be unto you. 27. Then he said to Thomas, Now put your finger in my palm. Okay. You can feel it. Yes. And then put your finger, uh, your hand on my side. That's where they cut. Can you feel the saw? You can feel the place. Look at the scar. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So are you happy now? So sit down. Then Jesus said, 28. So, Thomas' faith was the type of faith that was based on what he could see physically and feel physically and touch physically. Verse 29. Then Jesus said to Thomas, Because you have seen me, you have faith. Now, that is the cheap faith you must not walk with. Because you have seen me, you believe. But the real one, the really blessed people are those who have not seen Kalula and yet have faith. So the fake faith is what many people have in church. Why they come to church in their nice car and they swing the car key because he has a nice car. He believes in God. Any faith, any belief, oh Jesus, thank you. Any confidence you have in God, which is based on something you can feel, a check you can sign from the bank. 
you, you, the way you are talking is because there's money in the bank. <laughs> the way you have gone to buy your courts, baby's court, it is because you have done pregnancy tests and three strips have come. You are pregnant. That is why you are going to buy. Then you are dancing. Oh, yes, we, we do my But blessed are those. No, 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 no. This is the real faith. Blessed are those whose faith, they, they have faith, oh. They are men and women, boys and girls of faith. But their faith is based on something they have not seen. Jesus. If that is the case, then I want to tell you now. Everyone at every stage in life must have faith. What will keep you in church? What will keep you in God? Ought to be faith in something you can't see. But you are believing God to see. It keeps you. Can you stand up? Look at the crowd. Look at the crowd. This is an absolute sense. A pastor like me can speak about God and church growth and wonderful church work, shepherding. Because and all, what you know, about close to 2,000 people have come and gone already. And then this one also has also come. If this thing is what underpins my belief in God because of what I can see, then it's, it's fake. It's not real. It won't take me far. But rather, after having this, if I can imagine this room filled with four times this crowd and begin to work towards it because Hebrews 11.1 1 gives us the definition of faith. The real faith. It said, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So anybody here who is not hoping for something in the house of God. Kulado Mazika. Anybody here. Who is not, if you are here and you are not hoping to be a preacher one day. Are you a preacher now? Are you preaching now? Do you have a church now? But you are hoping that one day, my God, you will have a microphone and be walking up and down in front of 10,000 people. That is what will keep you. Everyone here. Faith in God. The faith which pleases God is faith in something you can't see. And everybody, pastors, basenta leaders, I'm preaching about the spirit of faith. Have something you can't see now. Don't let your energy and your strength and your zest be from things you see. He said, you, you believe because you see. You have faith because you can see. You have faith because you can see the car there. You, can, you have faith because your, your pregnancy test is positive. 
That's all your faith. But blessed is the girl who goes to Malcolm to buy a baby's coat when she has not, she has not even missed her period. But she believes that God was, is, is capable of putting her baby in her stomach. May you have something. Have something. If you are a singer, believe God to sing songs you can't sing today. It will, that's what will keep you. <laughs> Can I tell you something before, I, before we close? Yeah. I'm, I'm advising you that everybody should have something you can't see, but you are believing God for. Say again, say with me, something I can't see. Something I don't have. Something I don't have. But I'm believing God for. Now, now let me tell you something you don't have that you should not believe God for. That you should not spend your faith on. Matthew 6 verse 30. Something you don't have. But don't follow them. If God so clothed the grass of the field, shall he not much more clothe you? Verse number 32. 31. Therefore, this is, if you check your Bible, you say it is in red. Now, Jesus' words here, don't, don't mess with them. He said, therefore, take no thoughts. See, I, I, I just told you, oh, Jesus, like, what a beautiful message I'm preaching this afternoon. I mean, I never thought it would be like it to be as nice as it. I, I, I'm telling you that everybody, your real faith should not be the Thomas faith. Your real faith should be the faith that Thomas could have had if he had believed the testimony of the ten disciples. The real faith is faith in something you have not seen, you have not felt, you have not touched, you have not looked at, but you believe it exists. As I sit here, I be, as I stand, I believe that I am pastoring ten thousand people in this church. I can't see them. There's a few thousands now. I can't see them. Now, it's, it's not only church that I can't see. It's not only 10,000 members that I can't see. There's a type of food I would like to eat, but I can't see it. There's a type of suit I would like to wear that I don't have. I'm believing God. I wish I could wear I saw some shoes a few days ago. I wish I had it. Very beautiful shoes. Very expensive. Very expensive. Now, Jesus says that. Don't believe God. Don't believe. Stop believing God for what to eat, what to wear, what to drink, what to, what, what, where to stay. Don't use your faith to believe God for a husband you don't have. Oh. If you want to believe God for something that you can't see, but you, you want to have faith for it, don't have faith for a husband or, 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 or clothes. You have got only one blouse and you are believing God to have more blouses. Do not Don't spend your faith on 
plane tickets you cannot see. But you are believing God. One day you'll be in Dusseldorf. Don't spend your faith on that. See, meet you when one day, when, when will I marry a black African woman? Black body with white eyes. Jesus, help me. Shukata. When? No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't believe God. If you are a woman, you are married. Don't, don't use faith to believe God for pregnancy. What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Wherewithal shall we be clothed? Next verse. It says, for, 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 for after these things do the unbelievers. So apparently, unbelievers also have faith. Unbelievers have faith. They have faith that when they put $3.4 million in men's gold, it shall become $10 million. Oh, Jesus, help me to preach. Unbelievers have faith that when they put $500,000 in men's gold, it shall become $2 million. Unbelievers have faith that when he chases the girl, by all means, one day, he will be able to put her back to the floor. Unbelievers have faith. And their faith is in money, girl, boy, car. If you are sitting here and your dream, your dream is to drive a BMW, you are an unbeliever. Sholi Katusa. I said unbelievers have faith. They have faith that they can do the armed robbery and nobody will arrest them. They have faith that he can see she, she can sleep with the guy and not get pregnant. They are also believing things, but the things they are believing are all fleshly, carnal. But you, verse 33, but you, if you have faith to believe God, seek, use the faith first for the kingdom of God things. So don't believe God for shoes you don't have that you want to have, but believe God for members you don't have Jesus. Don't believe God for a degree you don't have that you want to believe God to have, but believe God for a church. Faith. Zunikatoa. Sadua. Keteba. Don't have a husband, don't use your faith to get a husband, to find a job, to get a pregnancy, to for, for your son to pass exam. Don't use your faith for this thing because the heavenly father you are serving, he knows that your son must pass maths, he knows that you need a pregnancy, he knows you need a husband, he knows you need a job. But you, being a believer, use your faith. For church things. Kingdom of God things. I, I, I need six people to believe God. That one day, in ten years time, you'll be preaching like me. My God. Oh, you, you didn't hear me. I need a young girl to believe God. That in four years time, you'll be preaching like Bishop Ogo. I want to see a young boy having faith. One day, yesterday, I met a little girl, Ruth. Ruth. She's in the first service. Beautiful girl. She came and put her hand around me. Little girl. And she said, Bishop, this church, 
were at the car park. He said, Bishop, I want to also build a church like this. I fell in love with her. Kotusa Taya Baba. Kayada. Because in the same one day, the same church, I was asking a girl what type of husband she would like to marry. She said, I want to marry a man like you. She did not put her hand around me and say, Bishop, pray that I will get a man like you to marry. But she came and said, Bishop, I want to build a church like you have built. May your desires and your visions be guided and directed towards kingdom things, kingdom work, kingdom, because whatever you are believing God for, that job, that pregnancy, that husband, that beloved, that course, that person of the exam, your father knows. knows you have them but you is the unbelievers who believe God for a Jaguar for Mercedes Benz they believe God like as you have heard the pastors from Switzerland you also believe that when Lord that Ben when will my turn come when will my turn come but when I introduce him as a pastor of one of our largest churches in Europe you should have said Lord when will I also pastor one of the largest churches in Accra but you, because we're a believer, not a Gentile, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And then the things that others are using their faith for. You can imagine people in Accra who are believing God to one day drive a Toyota Land Cruiser V8. I never believed for such things. Rather, my belief was, Lord, when will this foundation come out of the ground? When? When will I roof this office block? Because I exercise my faith in something kingdomic, kingdomic, kingdomical. I was in my house and somebody drove a brand new Toyota Land Cruiser. I said, what is this for? He said, it's for you. Me. I've not told you I need a car. Look at the cars that are parked there. These are all my cars. But the father knew that I needed a Toyota Land Cruiser. Go Zatula. He just told them, hey, hey, hey. Sign a check. 500,000. 500. Go. Go to Toyota Grand and buy it for you. Go, go and buy it. The person who bought the car for me, he needs money. How do I know he needs Because I asked, he said, I said, wait, he said, he has traveled on, on a business trip. It means he's looking for money. <laughs> but God, God can tell someone to give you what the person himself doesn't have. He said, your heavenly father, he knows you. He knows that each time you go to bed, your, your mind will, 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 will the wedding be this year? This, this is 2019. Lord, will, this, will the wedding be this year? Will I ever leave Legon with first class? He knows. Your thoughts are prayers to God. He knows. So don't, don't, don't behave as if God is a wicked God who is not concerned about you. 
But rather, if you have faith, use your faith to believe that you'll be singing songs you can't sing today. That you'll be hitting notes you are not hitting today. Not that your, your, your Facebook page will bring more business partners. Nonsense. Oh, if everybody standing here today had faith to believe God that you'll bring a bus 12-seater bus with people every Sunday, you yourself will be a different person. Because you don't know what type of boy gathers people on a bus to church. You must be a different type of boy from the boys. The wisdom alone you will have that will make you carry 12 young boys, put them on a bus, Ask your father for money, your cousin, your auntie, your mother, your friend. Ask for money. Even the the personality that does that work is different from this boy standing here. But rather you are in church. Your faith is that one day you play for Chelsea. Your faith is that one day You'll be on, the, on an NBA ticket and just at least Lakers or Dodgers. Because you are tall, like this man. I thought you were standing on a chair. Please come. Do you play basketball? Yes, See how tall he is. His vision is that. Which one do you like? Lakers or Heat? I mean, if the door opens. Lakers. Lakers. Your mouth. <laughs> like Lakers. Your mouth. <laughs> so he's born again. He's in church. But everything he's thinking about is Lakers. But he could still be playing basketball, still playing whatever it is. But his, his vision is that one day he will bring two buses of souls to church. That one day he'll be sharing tracts. One day he'll be preaching. And when, when God sees that your, your vision is for the kingdom of, of, of God, for his kingdom, he will give you more than hits or lakers. But because you have been washed by the precious blood of Christ. But your aspirations and your visions are still carnal. You will never get what you are looking for. Rather a short boy. This man rather. Come. Come and stand by him. He is the one. Are are there not short basketball players? Yes. Dribblers. This one rather will get Lakers. Where I stay, the people who are fasting and praying and some have even entered politics to steal money to, be, to build the house I have built. It's their vision, their dream house for which they are stealing money. I have no vision. I was in a boys' quarters in Kolebu. And my mind, my heart was church. When you see me angry, 
his church. I, I don't know. Anyone, when was the last time you saw me angry and my anger was about my wife or my son or my whatever? So because my, you should have seen me in church today, angry, to storm them, blast them and come down. Foolish boys. You should have seen me here last week. I was moving like a madman in the service. So like, go and warn them. Move here. I got some of this charger. Went and flew it away. Angry! Because of that, God has also spared me that anger in my house. Keep standing. I'm ending. Chapter 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. We, we, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed. Colada, the spirit of faith is the spirit that believes, but does not believe in things he can see. And does not believe in things he cannot see, but I think, I mean, if unbelievers are believing God for things you are believing, then you are an unbeliever. For we, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed. So faith believes. Believes in what? Unseen kingdom things, so that you can get your unseen personal things. I'll take it again. Faith believes in the unseen kingdom things so that you can see and touch and feel your unseen personal thing. Faith does not believe in unseen personal things. If God would not give me a place to stay, it's up to him. I'm going for outreach. If you will not give me someone to pay my school fees, it's up to him. I'll serve God. I'll go for rehearsals. I'll do outreach. But you, you will say that if God is not going to pay my school fees, then he can go to hell. I won't come to church again. Don't use your faith to believe God for things unbelievers are believing God for. But you seek first, that is, believe primarily and prominently. Your belief should be in church, kingdom, even though you don't have money, even though you don't have a husband, even though you've been married for eight years and there's no pregnancy. But use your faith to believe in a big basenta, in members who are singing. Use your faith for kingdom things and see. If all these things others are dying for, will not be handed over. My car was driven to my house. I didn't even go to a dealership to pick it. Koshanuaka. I know somebody who is looking for money. He didn't come to church. Church service to come and sing or do something. He has gone. He's going to do extra hours. 
I was standing at the back there. Somebody came this morning. A fat envelope. I was even afraid to hold it. I said, what is this? So, it's for you. Why? I've been looking for you to give it to you. Fat envelope. Rather, my mind is on how the choir is singing and they are showing the song. And I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm outside waiting for the shepherd to finish singing and come down. I'm rather the one they are bringing the envelopes to. You, you are looking for the envelope. Nobody is bringing it to you. We, having the spirit of faith, we believe and therefore we have spoken. Faith, later on I'll teach you, faith speaks. But what does faith say? Faith doesn't say, I see a wedding ring. I see my husband. I see my child. Hey, Jack and Jill, go down the hill. (laughs) But faith when the faith of a believer is speaking, he says, I see a large crowd. I see a completed church. I see a beautiful city. I see souls coming in. I see 400 buses on Sunday. The same spirit. I believe. So I've spoken. We also believe. And therefore, we speak. But what, when you speak, what do you say? What is your speech? You confess first class, ah, you go and get second class lower. You confess a tall man, ah, you go and get some short man. You confess a black beauty with white eyes, ah, you go and end up with a woman with a crow on her skin. A crow, do you know a crow? A crow, a crow. Believe God for three-bedroom house. Ah, you are still in your chamber hall. And somebody is believing God that, 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 that when the choir is called, they will stand over there from the end there to the end there and they will be here. So the, the choir will sit in front. So that when they say, shall we welcome a, a king's choir? They will just stand up and turn because there are 1,800 members. I am believing God for 1,800 members in the choir. You are believing God for 1,800 Ghana cities and you don't even have five pesos. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands and pray. Thank you. Pray for yourself. Balikis. That you are going to believe. Kingdom things. The spirit of faith. The real genuine faith It's not faith that believes God For what to eat, what to drink, what to wear Oh, I wish I could get 20 guys here To believe God Faith is the substance of things hoped for That one day I will come to church with two buses I will be in one and one will be in front of me I have gathered people to church Lord, make it happen Master, lift your hands Now, I leave it to you Dream and pray about it. Whatever kingdom thing you want. The spirit of faith. It believes. But it doesn't believe in things unbelievers believe in. He believes in things believers believe in. Kingdom. 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 Church is on your heart. Ministry is on your heart. Growth is on your heart. 
Sour is on your heart. Finally, today, with every eye closed and every head bowed, if you are here, you're not born again. Pastor, I've never given my life to Jesus Christ. If I were to die today, I know that I will not go to heaven. Pastor, I want to dedicate my life to Jesus Christ. I've heard the message. I want to become a man of faith, a woman of faith, a boy of faith, a girl of faith. I want to do this Jesus Christ thing. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand high above your head. I will pray with you and you receive Jesus Christ. The Bible says that it's appointed unto every man, woman, boy, girl, once to die and after death judgment. You need to fix your judgment. You're here, pastor. I want to receive Jesus. I want you to lift up your right hand. Lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. Don't be shy. Don't look at your neighbor. Every eye closed, please, and every head bowed. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Pastor, pray with me. If you're here like that, lift up your right hand. Lift it high above your head. God bless you, my sister. I see your hand. Lift it up. Don't look at the person next to you. If you've lifted up your right hand, please do me one more favor. Come to me here in front. I want to pray with you and receive Jesus Christ. Lift up your hands. Say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Father, I come to you today just as I am. I know that I'm a sinner. But today, but today, I repent of my sin. I repent of my sin. I believe, I believe in, the blood in the blood of your Son Jesus Christ. Son, Jesus Christ. Please wash me. Please wash me with the blood, with the blood of, Jesus Christ. of Jesus Christ. And please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Now say Satan. Satan. Say say Satan. Satan. From today. From today. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer follow you. I will no longer follow you. 
From today, from today, I belong to Jesus Christ. I belong to Jesus Christ. And I will serve him and I will serve him forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord.